that's something that we all need is a sense of belonging mm-hmm. connection and belonging and that's what we find in community and I think you know everyone in Dubai majority of us are expats right so it's important to find your um, you know your actual tribe mm-hmm. so under wild we do a variety of um, you know different things to support women generally we work with women to rise as leaders in the pursuit of gender equality. Okay. And having studied gender equality within SEAD, women's networks are the answer to gender equality. Hmm. So in terms of challenges, you know, I still speak to many women that struggle with confidence. Welcome back. This is Maria Botros. Tell me why a Gulf News original podcast. For those of you who listen to us every single week, you know that we love to address the matters that matter to you. And today I have Emma Burdett. Do you pronounce your name as Emma Burdett? Or yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So Emma Burdett is with me in the studio today. Um, she is the founder of Wild, which is Women in Leadership Deliver. That's short right. For, yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. So I know the name <laughs> speaks for itself, but tell us a bit more about Wild. What yeah, is it? Sure. What do you do? Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful to be here. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. So Wild is a platform for existing and future female leaders to come together, share knowledge, expertise, Mm -hmm. have fun along the way. Um, We generally work with um, quite senior females and also emerging leaders. Mm. So I'd love to tell you a little bit about the background of WILD. So I've been in the region 11 years and always had uh, quite big um, leadership roles myself. Okay, And then in 2016, I got headhunted And as part of the uh, role, they asked me as a CSR initiative to build a women's network. Okay. So that started literally with four women and a sheet of paper. Mm. I grew it to 15 women and saw firsthand the power of women coming together with a genuine sense of solidarity and support. Mm -hmm. We were all doing business amongst ourselves And I saw the importance of community. But unfortunately, I lost my job, which sent me on a huge trajectory of personal growth. Okay. And because of um, the workplace challenges, I actually suffered from a mental breakdown. So, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I mean, I'm grateful actually now because that's how I originally, you know, created Wild was Mm -hmm. from a rock bottom moment. Of course. And I turned into, sorry, turned to personal growth. Mm. And uh, I knew that I'd done something really amazing with the first women's network and potentially I could do it for myself. Mm It is a long story, Maria, but after a spiritual epiphany, I wrote Wild from scratch at the start of 2018 and launched it um, primarily as an events um, Mm. business. Mm -hmm. And I had over 100 women at the first event. Mm -hmm. I'd never done a keynote. I was absolutely, completely nervous, shaky knees, uh, dry mouth, (laughs) quite fully reflecting back five and a half years ago. But that was the start of, of Wild. That's fantastic. You know, like they always say, out of the darkness comes opportunity. There's always something. There's that ray of light that just comes in 
and gives you that light bulb moment, mm-hmm. you know, to open up something that helps you as a person grow and overcome the challenges that you faced. Before we dive into Wild a yeah. bit more, do you mind telling us a bit more about your personal experience, like about the what you went through? I yeah. mean, we'd love to hear it if Absolutely. you're open to share the story. You were saying you had a mental breakdown. Mm. Um, what happened? Like what triggered that? And and. How did you reach that point? Mm. So as part of WILD, I personally am a real big advocate for wellness. And I'm probably a lot older than you. But, you know, in my career, no one spoke about uh, flexible working or mental Mm. health or periods or menopause or any of those topics were really, really taboo. So it's great to see more awareness and these initiatives now coming to the forefront But, you know, when I reflect upon my career doing a long stint in corporate before Wild, I've been bullied, Mm. I've been fired, I've been harassed. I was actually thrown out of a client's office in the UK in 2006 for being a girl, for being a woman. So I've encountered lots of toxicity in the Mm. workplace. I've encountered lots of bias. And really that's given me the the passion to want to ensure that in particular the younger generation don't encounter the significant challenges that I've been through throughout my career. Mm -hmm. So that's um, where I cultivated the passion for Wild. And you're absolutely right, you know, there's beauty in the bottom Mm -hmm. and rock bottom moments do lead Um, often to something really, really good. Right. So, you know, um, I'd I'd encountered, like I say, significant workplace challenges, which had lasted several, several months that had really broke me, really Mm. worn me down. Mm. And, yeah, just completely... You know, I applaud you, and and I just think that um, it's always great to see someone. I mean, I I know that I've been through you know several challenges in the workplace as well. Maybe not necessarily because I'm a woman, but as a young you know yeah. fresh grad, you know, getting into the workplace, it was always overwhelming. It was very nerve wracking. You always want to prove yourself. So I get that, um, and it's always good to use your personal experience to do better for others. And I applaud you for that, thank and I you. thank you for that because it's I a feel- journey. <laughs> It is a journey. Yeah. And and a lot of people think, you know what, I wish someone was there for me Absolutely. when I first started or as a woman in a place that is predominantly male. Yeah. You know? So I, I applaud you, thank honestly, you. and thank you for that. Okay, so getting into wild, yeah. can you tell us, uh, you know, you were saying that you meet all these women that are uh, in leadership roles or going into leadership yeah. roles. What are some of the challenges they face and, and how do you help them? So Wild is predominantly a community and, you know, that's something that we all need is a sense of belonging, Mm -hmm. connection and belonging. And that's what we find in community. And I think, you know, everyone in Dubai, majority of us are expats. So it's important to find your, um, you know, your actual tribe. Mm -hmm. So under Wild, we do a variety of um, you know different things to support women. Generally, we work with women to rise as leaders in the pursuit of gender equality. Okay. And having studied gender equality within SEAD, women's networks are the answer to gender equality. Mm. So in terms of challenges, you know, I still speak to many women that struggle with confidence. Mm. And 
even, you know, women who have big leadership roles are still um, quite frightened of being visible, quite frightened of putting themselves out there, of establishing their own leadership brand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's down to a few things. I think social conditioning has a huge part to play, you know, the gender biases and the gender stereotypes. You know, when we were young, if you were forthright as a girl, you were bossy Mm. and no one wanted to be called bossy. Exactly. And the boys were leaders. So we've been taught very much to see ourselves in such a quiet space that if we do speak about our accolades or achievements, we feel like we're bragging or boasting. And ultimately, that's all men do. Yes, exactly. Um, So there are huge issues with with confidence and, and being visible. And that's something... I'm passionate about working with women to really break through Mm. that fear of judgment, Mm. you know, and what people will think. So um, we work with women in those capacities. We work with women. I personally work with women um, from a business mentor perspective, having built Wild. um, I forgot to mention I launched Wild originally with $300 as well. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Amazing. Um, I have invested um, a lot of money into Wild as as we've generated money. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I've invested substantially in my own growth and development and that's Mm -hmm. really, really important. I've worked with four mentors. Mm. So um, we also work, I work with women on social impact projects. So, you know, women who want to build something which is going to impact community for the greater good. Mm -hmm. So um, one of my protégés is Joanna, who is a Filipina um, woman who came up to me at the end of an event and said, oh, I really need your support. And she was so anxious and so nervous. And I said, yeah, you do. And when... We started working together. I said, you know, what what do you care about? Hmm. And she said, I really care about my fellow Filipinas because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm always getting um, bias that I'm the cleaner or the nanny. And actually her and her husband have several businesses in Dubai. So I said to her at the time, how do you feel about starting your very own women's network for Filipina women? Mm. And she said, oh, my God, you know, I'll never be able to do it. And I said, don't compare my chapter 20 with Wild mm. with your chapter one. Subsequently, Joanna has built the Thriving Filipina Circle. Uh, she launched it in April uh, last year. And she's now got close on to 600 Filipina women in her own community and oh my god I'm so proud you know I see her now at business groups leading speaking presenting Mm. and that's the power of having a mentor that is able to walk the walk with you on a path so that's an amazing amazing success story of someone who had zero confidence Mm. who lacked a lot of self-esteem and self-worth who with you know the guidance and support of me and the wild community has gone on to build her own community Mm. and that's the thing with um you know when you trailblaze is that you 
light the path for others mm. to follow because mm-hmm. you know I said to Joanna the world's your oyster yeah if you want to go and launch in Saudi now you know we've opened that gateway for you yeah and you lead by example exactly. and that's exactly what you were saying it's it's um funny that you mentioned confidence because I think that's you were saying that's one of the main challenges yeah. I think that is something that a girl or a woman struggles with from day one yeah I think from body image to the way the community thinks or the society thinks a woman should act or or speak or 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 behave you know I think it there's always that issue with confidence with women because of external factors yeah, absolutely. and if you give a woman the opportunity you will see that she has it in her to lead hundreds and and she will actually be a trailblazer as you said okay so you spoke about joanna and you spoke about the success story on the flip side we were talking about like stress management yeah. and how the work environment can actually affect you mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Because we did speak about this briefly before mm. the show. And we were saying that uh, more often than not, people realize at their breaking point. And Absolutely. And you did too. And you said that that's what happened to you. You had reached like a mental breakdown. Yep. And and it's difficult to realize it before that yep. point. And it takes a lot of like self-awareness to be able to pinpoint that out and to actually stop yourself so how can people do that like how can they like how does it affect first so the first part of the question is how does stress in the work environment affect your mental health and how can people realize it before it's too late or before before that giving up point I mean it's never too late but like before that point of giving up so burnout is real Mm -hmm. and what I see with a lot of the corporate women is that they just run, 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 run. And there's a very, very fine ledge. Mm. And when you're off it, it's very, very difficult to get back on. And when, um, so last year, last March, it was the new year and I had so many opportunities with Wild. And I was running around, flying to one thing, going to another, doing keynotes, doing a myriad of different things. And I didn't realise, but I was burnt out. Mm. And I actually fell off a stage in tears due to burnout. Okay. And a male uh, mentor of mine was at this particular event and he sort of, you know, picked me up and sat me down and said, are you all right? Mm. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm. And he just looked at me and he said, I've known you a long time. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) I've known you a long time. You're not okay. And... I was, it was too late, like you say, it was too late for going off the ledge and it took me three months to get myself back and the way that I describe it is um, apathy, Mm. you've got no motivation, you've got no interest in things, you're completely disconnected, completely depersonalised from things, Um, just completely out of alignment and it's, 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 depressive it's like mm. depression mm. and it, it took me a very very long time to to get myself back together so um when we work with women we this year launched a membership an official membership wild women collective and when i wrote the strategy i based it on four pillars leadership self-leadership wellness and power skills and what i see which is really 
embedded in this region is the strive for more and more academia. Mm. But there isn't that self-leadership wellness component. And that's the bedrock to success. Right. It's that inner hustle. It's that unpacking of trauma. It's the daily habits and rituals that you implement in your life Mm -hmm. will lead to success. And, you know, I get interviewed all the time now about Wild and everyone wants to know how I've done this. And the answer is really simple is that I have invested in my growth and development. Right. And to be able to have that balance, mm. to not be burnt out, to not be stressed. You know, we all hear all work-life balance, which has become so cliche. Right. But, you know, I can tell you three or four things, life hacks, how you spend your morning and how you you know, navigate your first hour Mm -hmm. is going to determine your whole day. And little things really, really compound. And it's about being consistent. And that's a combination of inspiring podcasts like yours. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Meditation is a complete life-changing practice. Gratitude, complete life-changing practice. Um, You know, listening to affirmation work. And knowing that you have to fill you up. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And I work with women personally that are on the edge, mm-hmm. on the ledge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need to get you implementing daily mm-hmm. habits and rituals. Yes. And they say, I haven't got time. And my retort is, have you got time to feel rubbish? And go on to be burnt out where you're no use to anyone because you can't literally think straight. I was just going to say, I mean, if you're not resting, if you're not eating well, if you're not taking care of your physical and mental health, how are you supposed to give your business or your work anything? Absolutely. I mean, how are you going to be productive? You can't. You, You absolutely can't. And I was telling my friend, I have a friend who recently started a business. And um, they work night and day, right? even on their days off. And I remember sitting down with them and I was like, well, I'm sorry, but like if something happens to you health-wise, what good is that going to do to your business? How are you going to be able to give anything to your business if something happens to you? You won't give yourself a break. And the task that you would normally finish in 30 minutes, you'd actually finish in two hours because you're not thinking straight. You're running on lack of sleep. Exactly. So I agree with you 100%. And yeah, it's so, so vital. And, you know, that's why I believe in investing in a coach or mentor Mm -hmm. is for that accountability. Right. You know, and I set people on not only a fast track track to success, but also, you know, getting people to implement these daily daily habits. And when you look at any amazing leader Mm -hmm. um, or thought leader or business owner, you know, Simon Sanak, Brendan Burchard, Steve Bartlett, all of them will talk. Uh, Gary, Gary, whatever his name is. <laughs> um, Gary okay. V, Gary okay. V. You know, they all talk incessantly about having daily habits and rituals. And having, you know, boundaries and learning to say no is also really, really important. Absolutely, yes. People, women are people pleasers. Oh, yes. 
And, you know, we've got to a stage with our business where so many people would contact us um, about coffees and Zooms wanting to collab. Mm. And, you know, collaboration is quid pro quo. It's mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. It's not, can I leverage wild and sell my products and services? Right. And it's, you know, I personally now don't have time for pointless coffees and I have had them and people just want to brain pick yes. and gain information from you. They just want to take. They don't actually want to give anything 100%. back. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So don't get me wrong, at Wild, we absolutely promote collaboration and we love collaboration. When it's mutual. For the right reasons. Yes, exactly. So saying no and, and knowing that you can't do everything, something that I always do is... is um, talks at schools and universities because that's mm. a matter close to my heart personally. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so many companies who also want you to go and do presentations for their women mm. free. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know, you want me to empower your women. What about empowering me to do it as a self funded business owner? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. these dialogues need to be spoken about of and really course. changed. And it is educational. I mean, just as you would pay for a child's education, you would pay for them to learn leadership skills and, you know, self-management skills and, and these things. So why why is it any different Absolutely. I mean, when you think about it? It's uh, funny that you mentioned as well <laughs> uh, people being, uh, uh, women being people pleasers. Um, because when you were saying, you know, w- women just run, 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 and they do all these things. I was actually going to ask you, is it because as women, we always feel like we have something to prove to society? I heard someone say that once and it really resonated. I felt like, you know what? Yes. We're constantly trying to prove that, yes, we can be leaders, too. We are trying to fight for our equality in in a workspace or even in just in society. I mean, is it because of that, that social pressure that's like that underlying social it's not obvious but is it because we always feel like we need to prove something yeah and I believe that we have to work twice as hard right you know and that causes burnout Mm. in particularly in the workplace because you know then we're looking at situations which are tokenism Mm. where there's one woman out of a you know a group of men and she'll be given um, all of the tasks to go and show that there's a woman in the business, so she's got all of this extra responsibility, mm. which leads, which doesn't contribute to KPIs and targets. Right. So yeah, I, I definitely think that um, women have to work harder. I definitely think that there's a tendency to want to have to prove more. And actually, you know, Saudi is an amazing example of that, where fortunately. I'm so grateful to be immersed in the leadership scene with females in Saudi and I am blown away by the level of talent, Mm. ambition, academia, like PhDs, you know, MBAs. Like nearly every Saudi leader I meet has got a PhD and you're like, wow, this (laughs) is so impressive. Yes. Um, But, you know, I've often wondered, is it because they have wanted to do that to prove, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I definitely think there's a a tendency for women to um, feel. And it all boils down to self-worth at the end of the day. Right. You know? 